Welcome to Android Snacks. Android Snacks is the TLDR of last week's Android developer news. I'm your host, Mike Scammell. Let's get started. First up this week, let's do something slightly different. Let's do news. So the big news this week is that the Android P developer preview was released. There's new notification updates, such as a new messaging style. There's a new image decoder class to ease decoding of images. Display cutout support now means that you can account for all those new phone with notches, and these can easily be simulated from the developer options. Side note, the word notch has now lost all meaning to me as I've heard and used it way too much this week. There's multi-camera support, which lets you access streams simultaneously from two or more cameras. There's a new animated image drawable for GIFs and WebP animated images. There's also slices, which after some thorough investigation by Sebastian Poggi, could be a way to provide custom UI and actions in the Google Assistant. Or maybe not, who knows. As previously mentioned, but now official framework fragments and loaders have now been deprecated in favor of the support library versions. And there's also a lot more, so make sure you check out the link in the show notes, though I'm sure you've all been diving in already. And now time for blog posts. And on that note of Android P, our first blog post is Random Musings on the P Developer Preview by Mark Murphy. Mark provides another deep dive blog post, deep dive blog post, (laughs) into what we should be paying attention to in the new developer preview. He discusses App Component Factory, which could let us customize the creation of instances of things such as activities, applications, or services. He mentions how HTTPS is on by default in P, ruminates on slices and what they could be, new intriguing stuff such as the magnifier class and how the accessibility service allows taking of screenshots on behalf of the user, and plenty more. There's lots of great information there, so definitely go and take a read. In his blog post, A Better Way to Launch Activities on Android, Zach Takadi shows a different way we can launch our activities using the power of Kotlin. Using the example of loading a Medium profile, he shows how we can utilize Kotlin's lazy delegate and a single class using a custom args interface to separate concerns and ease testing. He notes though that generally you never want to launch an activity with any other information than some sort of ID and then get the data using that. And finally, we have Exploring Android P Cutouts by Joe Birch. Joe explores the new cutouts added to Android P. He shows us the three different styles, narrow, tall and wide and then proceeds to explain the new window layout attribute layout in display cutout mode the default setting allows the window to extend into the cutout as long as the cutout is within the status bar height but you can also ask the window to always overlap with the cutout or never overlap this is worth a read seeing as manufacturers think android users want iphones tools and libraries this week to coincide with the android p release we have a new support library version 28.0.0 alpha 1 Some things to note are parts of some of the support libraries have been split out into smaller versions. There's a new RecyclerView selection API which should help when doing multi-select on items and some new material components such as chip, material button and material card view. Alex Lockwood of Shapeshifter fame has released Kiri, an animation library that is like a superset of vector drawable and animated vector drawable. It allows you to create Kiri drawables similar to vector drawables, but you can build them at runtime and animations can be applied to different sections as they are built. Gradle Dependency Graph Generator plugin is, well, what I just said. It allows you to see a nice graph of all your dependencies in your app and allows some graphical tweaks if you so wish. Jenny Mobile, responsible for Jenny Motion, have released Scrapic P or Screen Copy an application that allows you to display and control your Android device on screen, much like Visor. 
Updates this week, Android Studio 3.1 has been updated to RC1 and includes a few fixes. Android Studio 3.2 has been updated to Canary 5 with new bug fixes. The Android emulator version 27.1.2 mentioned last week has now been released to the stable channel. And we have a new Canary emulator which is 27.2.0 with some fixes and new enhancements to quick boot snapshots. Firebase Crash Analytics is now out of beta and includes a few new major features such as breadcrumbs, crash insights, build pinning and more. And lastly, Android Things Developer Preview is now at 7, which features console enhancements, device updates, support for MIDI and new Bluetooth APIs, amongst other things. And now, time for other stuff. In a new Learning Kotlin episode of the Fragmented Podcast, Koshik explains the inline, no-inline and cross-inline keywords and when they may be useful. In the latest Android Dialogues episode, Wen talks to Francois Blavou about custom view groups, such as how they help with performance and when to decide if you might need one. And finally, in a new episode of The Context, Artem, Artur and Hannes talk about the tools that they use each for development. No, they don't. They talk about the tools that they each use for development. That's what I meant to say. That's it for this week. You can find us on Twitter at Android Snacks and please do let me know what you think of the podcast. You can find this week's show notes at androidsnacks.com. This week's episode has been hosted, edited and all that good stuff by me, Mike Scammell. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Scammell. Our theme music is Fresh Kicks by Sonosanctus. You can find out more at sonosanctus.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next week.